Good morning, mi familia. This is James Diaz coming to you from Austin, Texas. Um, I'd like to start out this broadcast on my second episode by saying yesterday I uh, made some crucial mistakes. Um, for one thing, saying um. Uh, <laughs> the second thing for uh, for getting my quotes wrong about the um, casualty and infection rates in the world and in the United States alone. Um, there are 160,000 deaths worldwide and 40,000 here in the United States. I misquoted and I said that there were 160,000 here in the United States. Um, that's incorrect. The infection rate around the world is half a million, not half a million deaths around the world. So um, just want to get that out of the way. Uh, I didn't uh, know that I could add a flag and edit later on. So uh, bear with me as I uh, learn to find my voice and how to relate. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, is not a proper quote. We are all a family, and I am of Spanish descent, so I am going to uh, here for to regard all of you as my brothers and sisters, or uh, more to my uh, more to my way of language and and speaking. You are my familia, so uh, I'm glad I got that out of the way. Now, today's topic is uh, loyalty, you know, and it's uh, defined as a loosely as a strong feeling or quality of allegiance to a person, place, principality, country, or institution. Uh, it comes from the old French word loyal or legal. And um, I don't really ascribe to that um, old ancient translation. Uh, not very ancient, just old. It is, uh, there should be no implied contract of loyalty. It should just be natural, such as loyalty to your family, loyalty to your country, loyalty to your, uh, you know, if you want to use the parla uh, parlance of, uh, of what I am, I'm a guy from the hood, you know, to be loyal to the soil. Um, as a diehard Yankee fan, you know, it kind of, kind of a misnomer because I'm from Texas and I love the Yankees, but I am loyal to the soil. Um, Bronx, tried and true, bleed blue. So... Um, Anyway, some of the uh, synonyms for loyal would be faithful, sure, true, trusty, trustworthy, certain, definite, decided, and reliable. Um, the motto of my beloved Marine Corps is Semper Fidelis, always faithful. And, um, you know, I, I'd like to also say that all my broadcasts, all this intent is so that I can uh, one day, uh, hopefully soon, pen my, uh, my biography. It's, uh, basically, it's going to be just the story of one guy's transition from addiction and self-destruction um, into a life of worthiness before God. Um, you know, to quote uh, the Bible, um, Colossians 1 through 13, um, I, I uh, pray this, that I may live a life worthy of the Lord, bear fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, qualifying me to inherit in the kingdom of saints and the glory of God forever. Um, and I, I dedicate everything that I want to write and everything that I feel for the still suffering addict and for he that still resides behind the mental barricades that impede his healing or progression in life. You know, positivity is everything. Loyalty is everything. Respect is everything. 
you know that's three everythings so that's all things to me uh it's how i live my life it's how i've uh how i served in the, in the marines and uh you know i need to give a shout out to our service members marines soldiers sailors airmen and guardsmen um my brothers in arms my brothers and sisters in arms you know they are on the front lines in this pandemic also and uh this is a time of great upheaval, man. There's, uh, there's unspoken uh, evils in this world that none of us as scuzzy, quote unquote, scuzzy civilians have no idea about. And uh, these people deserve our undying respect and loyalty. Um, the Veterans Administration, to me, is a worthless entity that does nothing for our veterans and nothing for themselves. Um, and that's that's a topic for a later podcast um, and believe me it's going to be something that's uh it's going to blow the roof off of all the bullshit that's being spewed about about what they do for veterans uh, it's a farce it's a joke uh so anyway i'll just start with this indifference is the opposite of love uh you can only be loyal to something that you love and if you're disloyal to your wife, you never truly loved her. If you're disloyal to your country, your country deserves to put you to death. Um, that's how I feel and that's, that's not gonna change. But uh, in, this, uh, in this broadcast, I will say this. Um, there are many, many uh, quotes by many, many people more. Uh, Veronica Roth, for instance, uh, renowned author says I belong to the people I love and they belong to me they and the love and loyalty I give them form my identity far more than any word or group ever could and love is a friendship that has caught fire it is quite quiet understanding mutual confidence sharing and forgiving it is loyal through loyalty through good and bad times it settles for less than perfection and makes allowance for human weakness and that was by Ann Landers um, you know, if you want to, if you want to summarize my um, my outlook and what forms my opinions, um, it is my experiences, um, because really that's that and memories are all you in, you end up having in, in the end of this life. Nobody can take, nobody can go with you. No one uh, around you can save you. Um, the strength of a family is like the strength of an army. It's in its loyalty to each other. And that's by Mario Puzo, the uh, author of the Godfather series. But let me just say this. Uh, all the beautiful quotes and all the um, biblical proverbs like evildoers foster rebellion against God. The messenger of death will be sent against them. That's Proverbs 1711. Um, they're, all, they're all beautiful words that uh, engender thinking and response. Uh, to what should be an, an innate uh, characteristic. It's something that should be within you already. You shouldn't have to try to be loyal. You should be loyal um, from your first heartbeat. You know, loyal to your mother, loyal to your father. I wasn't always, uh, especially in those two regards. Um, in my addiction, I, was, uh, I wasn't the best son. I was a bad son. I was a bad seed. And um, and I live with that, you know, and I'm just going to I'm going to put this out there. It's uh, 
it's not so much of a thing I'm proud of, but it's a thing that's happened, and uh, it is what it is. Um, my family, because of my uh, addiction and because of my uh, toil taxing that I uh, put my parents and family through, they uh, became disloyal, indifferent, dismissive, uh, uncaring, unloving, and therefore, you know, they, they did not... They did not ascribe to any kind of loyalty to me. And uh, being around them started to uh, really mess with my uh, perception and love for myself. I doubted, you know, I, I became the uh, worthless person that they thought that they treated me like. And uh, so I left them. May 1st of 2020 will be five years since I've seen the hundreds of family members that I have uh, here in Austin literally 10 20 miles from me would be every person i knew and, and loved and grew up with and thought that i would you know uh burn down the uh burn down the entire earth for if uh, they needed me to and uh i don't uh i don't regret it whatsoever i i feel better about myself i don't i don't have that doubt and hatred of myself anymore and um so the purpose of this, uh, this whole endeavor is just to simply overcome those, me those mental barricades, those blockades, those blocks to, to living a better life for yourself, making a transition and, and turning around what was thought to be a lost cause. Um, a lot of you out there are, are good and faithful people to your families. Um, but not so much to yourselves and not so much to your country, not so much to your government. You know, there's, there's loyalty to, uh, there's loyalty according to Mark Twain. There's, uh, there's a loyalty to your country and, uh, and is always loyalty to the country, always loyalty to the government when it deserves it. Now, my government, um, my government tries its best to be the superpower that we are, um, and it doesn't always doesn't always pass muster. You know, uh, there are a lot of people that are forgotten in this world. There are a lot of people that discounted. Um, you know, for one reason or another, you know, they may have gone to prison, they may have uh, fallen off the grid, um, felt lost to the world, and given up. And that's your homeless, and your aimless, and your hopeless. Um, these are people that have worth and merit. These are people that were created by the same God that created you and I. But they lost hope because someone lost hope in them. And uh, thanks to the grace of God and beautiful people, uh, wonderful friends, especially on Facebook, who I consider my uh, familia and who got me out of the uh, lowest doldrums of my life. Um, especially um, my wonderful friend Vicky Ann De Leon, my wonderful friend Joanna Castro. Um, you know, these are people that are mentors to me. They are uh, shining examples of how a person can pick themselves up no matter what their beginnings were and make something of their lives, make something of themselves, take care of their families. Um, these people... These people have gone and made themselves 
great in the eyes of man and God. And uh, I mean, like, you know, by educating themselves and pulling themselves up from meager beginnings or from, you know, broken families and divorces and did it themselves. You know, these are people that that I admire so deeply. Um, and that's not something that's easily engendered by from me. You know, I, I'm I'm not a tough guy, but I have. It takes a lot. It takes a lot because I've seen a lot and I've been treated badly a lot. And these people have made me see that there are good people in the world still that care, that reach out and that support. Um, you know, without whom I would probably be still mired deeply in my addiction. Um, and I would be completely voiceless, even to myself, in a, even in inner monologue to tell myself that I'm worthy to get up that next day and continue to uh, actually to just um, support my own existence still. You know, I, I lost a lot of hope in life when I lost my family and I lost my parents and um, my loving nephew uh, committed suicide, um, you know, as a result of addiction. And it tore me up and tore me up for a long time. And it, 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 it was hard to forgive myself. Uh, I had so much guilt and it wasn't until someone, I don't remember his name, but at Celebrate Recovery, uh, he came out of the woodwork and looked me right in the eyes and said, man, what are you carrying around with you, man? He looks so sad, you know? And I said, well, not that it's any of your business, but, you know, I, I had to, still had the chip on my shoulder and I didn't want to share and I didn't want to look people in the eye. I was there for another, uh, as a result of another friend who just said, hey, you need to come with me. Uh, this might help you. Um, I, don't, I don't like groups. Uh, I don't like sitting in a group and burying my soul. Uh, once I did to the VA about my addictions, my answer every time I was in a crisis was stop using and your crisis will dissipate. And I'm a service-connected disabled Marine. Uh, and I knew that that wasn't true. You know, I was still going to have the underlying medical problems that I have. And yet I was dismissed. You know, I was, I was just discounted from that on. Um, but what he told me was that the blood of Christ upon Calvary paid for all my sins. Not just the sins that I've already committed, but the sins I will ever commit. And everyone's sins. You know, that's why Christ died, to pay for our sins. And so I was able to release, not immediately, but over time I was able to release that, uh, that guilt from, my, from the burden of my yoke. You know, I just, I had to let it go, man, because it was dragging me down every day. You know, I didn't feel worthy to get up and, and sustain my existence, sustain my life force, make myself stronger, make myself a more positive person uh, to become a blessing to anyone. I was always the lesson, you know. Don't ever, give a, don't ever give anybody a chance. Don't ever help somebody because they'll just screw you in the end. I was that guy, you know. I was that, uh, that negative integer in their equation. And, uh, and it really bothered me to be that. And so I stopped trying. I was homeless for a little while uh, back in 2016 and 2017. Um, I have lost a lot of friends that I felt were uh, sitting in judgment of me rather than sitting in, in love and, and, and at least respect for who I used to be. Um, 
now, today, I don't need those friends. I don't need anyone. I need God and I need the people that I love because uh, in my eyes and in my subconscious, it has been ingrained in me that you take care of those that take care of you. And so by that I mean, you know, in all, in all aspects of life, when you see someone that is struggling or you see someone that is progressing and, and fighting the good fight, you just simply try to be there for them because they deserve that. Not for anything they had to do for you, um, but for something you have um, to recognize within them and you need to act. You need to act, you know. There's people around you right now, each one of you, that you know is struggling with something. Um, I'm not saying to give them money. I'm not saying to give them shelter. I'm not saying to give them food. I'm saying to give them love, you know. Just let them know, hey, here's an email address or here's a phone number or here's my address. If you need me, I'll be there, you know. And you can do that by just positive reinforcement and supportive dialogue. You know, you don't have to give up anything of yourself and, and any, take food out of your family's mouths or anything else. Uh, but back to the subject, you know, it, it's really hard to be a veteran, to be a service member in the United States. Um, they call the Marine Corps the suck for a reason, because it sucks. It's a hard life. There, at any one time, there are 250,000 Marines in the United States. To give you an example of how small that is, um, the Navy roughly has two to three million people. That means more jobs, more forward progress, more upward mobility, more, um, more promotions and more uh, chance for better pay, more chance for a better, easier life for your family. <coughs> there are ways in this world to, to gain and garner respect. Um, in the service, it comes with how much you're willing to sacrifice. And believe me, service members sacrifice. You know, people that are in what the service deems Victor Golf units or special operations capable units are in the field at various installations uh, doing uh, mountain training, doing trench warfare training, doing uh, desert training, doing mountain training, doing cold weather training. And if you put that into a calendar sense of mind, you're saying two months in the dead of summer, July and August, uh, a month or two months in November and December. Um, mountain training usually is, is something that you're doing um, at any point in the year. So, I mean, you've got these month, two months, six week excursions away from your family, away from your children, away from your your um, your wife or just away from your your extended family and your hometown you know so I mean it's it's a difficult life because it's a, it's a life of suffering and that's why there's so much uh, emphasis put on loyalty you know loyalty to God country core period that's your code and you live by that code or you die you know, or you're displaced and you're and you're you put out of the service and there's no greater shame in this world than, than being discharged dishonorably, in my humble opinion. So, um, you know, when you hear of people um, 
and I'm not one to to be able to say that uh, people shouldn't be picketing this and protesting that. Um, this is America. You know, this is have your cake and eat it too country here because we fight a war while we protest fighting the war. So we maintain the appearance of strength while we maintain the appearance of a heart and caring. You know, it's the, uh, it's a two-edged sword that our forefathers um, basically created and thought of, uh, specifically Benjamin Franklin, that, you know, there, there should be both sides of that coin. You know, we should have the strength so that countries and enemies and terrorists, um, you know, will know that we will beat that ass. But there's also the side that says we should let them know also that, that you know, we're a country of love too and of morals and of, and of deep-seated sympathy for the loss of life that we cause with our, uh, with our military, the strongest military in the world. So, I mean, there's, uh, it's very hard to distinguish uh, who is loyal to this country. You know, there's pro-war and there's, there's um, and there's the, the protesters against war. And there's, there's the same proponents for continuing to strive to, to, to add strength to our military. And there's those that, you know, say we should be dismantling uh, some of our weapons of, of destruction. I don't purport to support either side. Um, I've seen both sides of the coin. I've seen my share of, uh, of strife in the world, and I just don't think it's something that uh, one can make an easy posit on either, either side, you know, because you have to have been there and done that to, have an, to form an opinion. And if you are conscientious and a believer in God, you know that no matter what, killing is wrong. And, you know, there are people that will say, um, I'll answer for every, every death that I caused, um, whether directly or indirectly, because I was supporting my country. And you can say the same for peace officers. You can say the same for law enforcement officers. Um, you know, that it's, it's such a thin red line. Um, and they call it the thin blue line, but I'm not a cop and I don't, you know, particularly care for their uh, out of control tactics. So, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a proponent of, uh, you know, the largest penal system in the world and how many people are there for nonviolent crimes and how many people are there just simply because they upset that officer in that moment and now they have a criminal record. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's sad, man. It's really sad that the first thing we do is, uh, is lock people away, uh, even for nonviolent offenses, even for, uh, you know, a cage doesn't rehabilitate. And I don't care what anybody says. Yes, it has its place for violent offenders and, and for serial offenders and whatnot, um, um, man act offenders, such as kidnapping and rape and that sort of thing. Um, lock them up, throw away the key. But there's so many people that, uh, that feel a disloyalty, a disjointing of themselves from normal society because of 
of conditions that could have been, you know, just a slap on the wrist and a warning would have would have done it. You know, they didn't have to be incarcerated. They didn't have to be treated like an animal. They didn't have to be beaten and they didn't have to be interrogated. They didn't have to be uh, forced to the will of of the man, you know. And uh, so anyway, loyalty is something that is uh, of deep concern to me in my in my way of thinking, because without it, uh, there is a uh, there is a semblance of the family unit that is just disappearing. You know, I don't know how you feel. I can't ascribe to to even beginning to to imagine what you believe about any of this. But in my own experience, when my elders died, my grandparents, my parents, basically the family unit died. You know, the get-togethers were nothing like they they used to be. Uh, there was a, a sense of uh, togetherness, belonging, support, um, and that's gone. That's gone. And, you know, in a lot of cases, unless it's just that one aunt or, or that one, uh, you know, person that just refuses to let it die and starts coordinating, we're going to have it uh, Christmas here no matter what everybody should be here you shouldn't be celebrating at your house by yourself with your friends you should be here with the family because we are all we have in this world um to care and love for one another and so anyway as for the regard of uh of being loyal to yourself um that's the main important focus of this podcast today you know don't don't think so much and so heavily about what you matter to people in this world. Uh, matter to yourself. You know, be loyal to your to yourself. To thine own self be true. You know, don't don't let somebody's um, disloyalty to you, a girlfriend, a wife, or anything else, affect how you go on and live the rest of your life. You know, I, I know these, I know these ladies, um, particularly that have been through hell and back with multiple relationships. They're drawn to the right, wrong kind of man. They're drawn to the wrong kind of uh, relationship and it's caused them great strife. And now they can't trust. Some of them can't even love. They don't even believe in the concept of love anymore. But yet they will, they will say that they love God um, but how can you love God if, if God is love and you don't believe in love? So, you know, it's, it's a contradiction in terms. Um, and I feel for them. You know, if I had been there for half of the uh, things that some of these people have gone through, I would have done my best to be the, the, the opinion changer for... Uh, for that particular person, you know, not everybody is your ex. Not everybody is going to treat you like a disloyal member of your family. You know, just because you have one sister or brother that sits in judgment of you doesn't mean that they all feel the same way about you. It's just that some people are quiet and don't don't speak up and don't say a word. So I mean, in my case, I'm I'm uh, the pot calling the kettle black because I don't give two shits in a popsicle anymore about my family. You know, I'm not gonna go out and actively seek and to 
to belong to an entity or a group that doesn't miss me, doesn't care if I'm there or not. Uh, it's just a fruitless endeavor in my opinion and, and I'm not going to do it. But for a lot of people, um, like my, my loving nephew, uh, he kept striving to belong. He kept striving to uh, be loved again. He was discounted as a, as a lost cause alcoholic and just uh, a causer of pain and a causer of misfortune and, and uh, sadness. And they, you know, just because you don't want to see somebody kill themselves isn't, in my opinion, an adequate excuse to leave them with the, with the, um, with no alternative but to do just that because they, they feel that they're absolute zero in this world. You know, there's a person right now in your life, whether it's a relation or not, that, um, that feels your scorn, that feels your, uh, your indifference, and it hurts them to their core. And the moment you release them for good, um, is the moment they may release themselves to the evil, to the to to death, you know. I don't know how uh, my family feels now when they think about him, because, you know, he would he would go out of his way and ask, you know, can I please please come stay with you? Can I please, you know, come and and be a part of this get together? And suddenly they'd say, no, you know, no, I'm sorry. Take care of yourself. Bye and hang up, you know. And he would cry, he would cry to me. What did I do? He was 40 years old. What did I do to make them hate me? You know? And uh, it broke my fucking heart. I'm not gonna lie. I, I dream about him. I cry for him. He was a six foot four mass of tears. Um, and he felt that he was just as he was named his entire life by his own father, my brother. Stupid, worthless no good piece of shit and he started to believe it he heard it so much and felt it so strongly that he started to believe that that's all he was in this life and to this day i don't even know how he he did it you know i don't know because i don't i, I think a part of me doesn't want to know and i know all of me doesn't want to uh put myself in a position where i'm talking to these fucking people again um, because if they would do that to him, what would they do to me? You know, absolutely crush me. And uh, I'm just not, I was, I was smarter than my nephew in the fact that I, I knew it was never coming to me. So I walked away, but he wanted it back. He wanted that love back. He wanted that, that, uh, to feel it again, get back what was lost. And it was, it was not to be, and he gave up. I don't want you to give up. You don't have to give up. There are resources out there for you. If you're homeless, if you're tired, weak, from drug use, from alcoholism, from depression, from anxiety, from suicidal thoughts, ideations, you know, reach out to someone, even a total stranger. And I'm finding that in this era of social media, most 
most of my experience is that strangers care more for you than your family because there are deep-seated resentments within your family that that come unaccompanied with with a moral friendship with a casual acquaintance with a um, a person who you see burying their soul on social media as I do because I have uh, I've only been on social media since 2016 and I'd post pictures of my 130 pound self um, and bear my soul about my my unworthiness and my self-destructive um, patterns and cycles that I would fall into and it engendered people to ascribe to uh, you know to actually start to pay attention and see a part of me maybe in in them uh, maybe equate something in my in my story to what they used to be or to someone they know and it started to uh, it started to foster a response of supportive uh, of supportive you know communication and that made all the difference to me you know for me I think uh, in this day and age you know it's such an impersonal world now click away world is what I call it um, you know there's there's so many things that are just one click away and there's it, some of it's good and some of it's bad as you know you know this famous serial killer Ted Bundy said you know you can you can pipe any kind of of uh, pornography into your house now and it'll pluck the, the the sweet child that you have into someone who has ideations of the only uh, equate sex with with uh, violence and then sex with death and so there's all this uh, negative out there that you can pump into your house immediately with Wi-Fi and a connection and a, and a supportive device nowadays though um, in this era right now with this pandemic of COVID-19 affecting all of us and stranding us all into this um, time warp of of actually just being sedentary um, stuck at home reevaluating life and and having this fear of the uh, unknown of what's coming you know get online get online and look at resources for things to do and ways to be and places to to uh, to visit sites to visit where you can where you can actually you know be in a supported environment you're not alone you know I, I like to to make the phrase uh, alone together you know we are all right now alone together we're facing a faceless enemy and I'm not talking terrorists anymore I'm talking about um, viruses and you know, you can you can say it was created by this or that, and then you know whatever. I don't, I, I really don't give a rat's ass. It's uh, it's a real threat now. Buildings don't won't be destroyed in the next war. Uh, cells in your body will, you know, and <laughs> infrastructure of the of the body is more important to destroy in a society than infrastructure in a country in a city in a state in a, in a municipality um, there's there's uh, there's websites you know there's uh, there's things you can do Salvation Army uh, Red Cross 211 on your telephone you can get help for rent 
utilities, addiction, homelessness, um, food. So what I'm trying to say is be loyal to yourself. Don't give up, you know, be loyal to your country. Don't give up on your country. Don't give up on, on trust. Don't give up on being sure of being true and trusty and trustworthy to your, to your family and friends, you know, be that person that is certain to be there for anyone that needs for you to be there, you know, be decided and reliable in your, in your commitment to uh, engendering a, uh, an air of support for the people that need it in your lives because we all need it at some point and it'll come back to you. you know? Karma is a bitch, but sometimes karma is beautiful because people will remember that you were there for them and they will be there for you. So uh, I would just like to say that uh, you know there's not much in this world that can't be overcome by faith in God and a few good people. And I hope that you hold on and you do your best to make it through this in a way that is, uh, is not going to be a burden to anyone else. You know, don't, uh, I was, I was really pretty, pretty angry in my, in my, uh, delivery yesterday about, uh, COVID-19 and the effects of not distancing yourself socially and not, um, taking the proper precautions when you're when you're faced with the public and then you bring it home um, you know you have to be you have to be consistent you have to be virulent you have to be vigilant you have to to stay on top of of your hygiene you have to stay on top of the safeguards and your masks and your your gloves and everything else and you know I don't apologize for yesterday I uh, those are my true feelings and these are my true feelings today and you'll hear my true feelings every day I won't lie to you. I'm not, I'm not in any kind of way supported by any kind of organization besides Anchor, uh, the wonderful app that brings you these podcasts and lets you uh, make your own podcast for free. Um, so I have no, no backing uh, to tell me to say any one thing about any one website or any one way to think. You know, I'm, I'm a free thinker, um, and that's because I've been through so much crap and lived to, to tell about it. So anyway, um, be faithful, you know, fiel in Spanish, um, fi uh, fidelis in, in Latin, you know, be always faithful, especially to yourself and love God, be faithful to God and your commitment to your marriage, to your family, to him. You know, don't, uh, don't lose faith. Don't worry. Worry is an insult to God. Who among you can add one second to your life by worry? Add one hair to your head by worry. Just be still and know that God is in charge and God has your back, you know? That's not a direct quote, by the way, from the uh, Urban Bible. That's just me. Um, so, like I always say, um, you have to be a lean philosopher in in dealing with what I say. And when I say lean, I mean Bruce Lee. Um, take all the information you can, you can gather. Uh, keep what's essential and leave the rest. You know, so you may, uh, you may not like everything I say, but then you may like one thing, just keep that. 
keep that in your heart, keep that in your head. Let me plant that seed in your, in your mind and let that grow so that you can, uh, you know, you can, you can add to your, and add to it what is uniquely of your own uh, beliefs and thinking. You know, just take whatever input that you get, um, use what is useful to you, discard the rest and add what is uniquely you to it and make it your own. With that, I'm going to sign off and I'm going to say, uh, you know, once again, a shout out to Anchor. Uh, shout out to my friend Vicky Ann De Leon, Girly V on, on Anchor. Please listen to her. She's a life coach. She's a mentor. She's a positive thinker. And she will uh, get you on the right path for um, self-discovery and betterment of your life. And um, for my health professional friends out there, Cass and Joe, you know, you guys are on the front line. And I care deeply about y'all. Stay safe. Uh, be vigilant. And uh, keep spreading the word. Keep, keep fighting the good fight, especially for those... Uh, innocent babies in, in hematology and pediatrics, you know, they, uh, they need you, I need you, we need you, we love you, I love you deeply, um, and I pray for y'all every day. Vicki Ann, keep on on your quest to uh, enlighten minds and, and be the, uh, the force that you are and the person that I love very deeply also. Um, I want to thank y'all for listening. I'll be on again tomorrow. Um, not sure about what, uh, something will pop up and I'll be, uh, I'll be speaking my mind and telling my truth about it. So, um, to everyone out there, I want to just say, God bless you. Uh, keep your faith, your experience, your strength, and your hope is all you have in this life. And in the end, all you have is the memories and experiences of what you had the risk to do. So be a deep roller. Um, pigeons they have a either a long life cycle and a short life cycle and it's uh you know it's funny because they will pitch into the air as far as they can go only the ones that are most daring some of them it it cost them their lives uh because they roll too deeply when they when they head back down they don't judge the ground right and they they hit and die but the ones that just sit on wires um and eating, you know, popcorn at the park, bread at the park. They don't have as long a life as those that take that risk and strengthen their body and their minds and their wings and, and roll as high as they can and then dive as far as they can and take that risk to strengthen themselves. That's what I'm asking you to do. Be deep rollers, you know, uh, but just be careful with it because you got to risk it to get the biscuit in this life. And that's what I'm doing now because I want to write my story, because I want to engender some, some supportive followers. I want to get some people behind me that want to hear my story and, and, are, and think that it might help someone that they love, it might help themselves. Um, and that's the whole point of this. If I can save one person from traveling the crooked mile that I've run and walking, the, uh, walking that narrow path again uh, towards, towards a better life, then uh, it'll all be It'll all be done, um, not have been done in vain. There's no, there's no sense in suffering unless it's, it's to help someone. You know, I think that's a lesson that Christ can teach us all. Um, suffer, suffer with joy in whatever way possible because if it, if it makes other people's lives better, 
then uh, it's noble. So I want to thank you all again. God bless you. Today is April the 20th. And, uh, you know, it's 11.13 and I'm signing off and I'm saying God bless you and I love you. Just, uh, just do your best, man. You know, don't stop fighting. Don't stop struggling. Don't stop believing. Don't stop. Don't, don't lose your hope. All right. So uh, take care, everybody. God bless you, mi familia. Love you. Raza, cuídate bien. Orale. I'm out.